Um, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Four Eyes and the Giant, the show brought to you by Low Energy and Sleepless Nights and Existential Crises. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What a week. What a, what a fun week of nothing. We got two two more weeks and then we're done. We've got nothing left. We've got three weeks. I have three weeks. I am till the fifth. The sixth. So, that's okay. Jesus. That's okay. Jesus. I've got no time left and life is moving very fast and i don't like it i don't right last week's episode was fucking horrible so let's let's we gotta energize this bitch up we gotta we gotta we gotta smack the proverbial bitch up that's really mean don't do that i know it's it's a terrible message to young children oh well i'll go over it good week uh we had a good good first i had a good fun thursday night i don't know about you but i had a very good fun thursday night my thursday night was very enjoyable playing a bit of Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay on the old the old twitch.tv slash camzo underscore OG. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. It's a great fun time. I if you turned up. Not done very much this week. You watched the old wrestling Milwaukee? Watched... That was last week. But they don't know that. They don't. Well, they did because I explained last week that it was about this week. Did you leave that in? Because I did cut you off midway through about the BAFTAs, so. Uh, I don't know anymore. I don't watch. <laughs> I don't watch what we make. I don't watch. Well, apart from the way that I edit everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've not done this much. I've, I've I finished an essay, so I've got one down, two to go. I've got to do one more essay and a video essay. A dissertation essay. It's gonna be a fun week for old Jordy. And then I got the I mother's have... the mother's birthday on Tuesday. Oh no! Or... Oh no! So next, so the as old of... ball and chain. This is coming out on Monday. Tomorrow will be my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, oh. Sue! I big up Sue. Happy birthday, Sue! Happy four twenty. Light it up, blaze it up, bruh. Um, but yeah, we've been having a bit of a stressful time, Cameron. <laughs> would you would you say these past few weeks, past few years? It's nearly all over as well, which is very exciting for me because it means I'm able to focus on things that I like to do instead of nonsense. Like all year round, I'm able to do the things I love instead of just yeah. And there will be no like... guilt, mm -hmm. apart from when That's you're like, like, I should be getting. Mm -hmm. Ahead in life, and I'm not. Why am I inside my parents' basement still playing tw games on Twitch? Who knows? Do you actually have a basement? No, I don't have a basement. I do wish you... I had a basement, but I don't have a basement. Yeah. UK don't really have basements, do they? No, no, we don't have basements. We have attics. And even then, they're quite small. You can't, like, yeah. you can't, like live in them, usually. Some people do, but I couldn't do but... it. But back to what I was saying, because we got really okay. off track there. Uh, yeah, we've been having a bit of a bit of a stressful time. So we just well, Karen had a genius idea for us to talk about <laughs> some of our favorite comfort films, films that we watch when things get when life gets too hard, um, when life gets you down, 
and you're always wearing a frown and the gravy train has left you behind um so these are films that i guess i'd sort of just picked films that are i i watch a lot because yeah. they're just like when you're when you're going through netflix and there's that thing it's such a weird so so sort of uh social psychology state where people are it's the same with when you're looking through a fridge and there's loads of stuff and you're like oh there's nothing to eat when you're going through netflix and there's all this choice and you're like i don't want to watch anything i'll watch something that i've watched 70 million times yeah mine are more like warm blanket stuff they're like they're just things i really i really enjoyed and like watch when i'm slightly feeling the downs but feeling the feeling blue yeah um, do you want to kick us off with something that from your fun time list? How many have you got, by the way? Because I've got five. I, I, I'll just, I've just pulled them. Just however, wait, I'll, I'll stop when you want me to stop. That's okay. Like where I'm at. Uh, my first film I chose is my favorite Wes Anderson film. It's Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's a solid choice. This film is a delight to watch. It is so good. It is so sort of heartwarming, and and everyone in it just has a great performance and the fact that i think that that a lot of that comes from the fact that all the 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 voice acting was filmed all the sound as well was just filmed outside they they actually filmed on location um just just in fields so there's 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 footage of of george and uh george clooney um Ah, george anderson my favorite george Anderson. anderson I was trying to say George and, but you know, Meryl, Meryl, uh, just just walking around fields and it's 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 quite fun. Um, but yeah, this film has got such a great sort of aesthetic, nice autumn brown, golden color, um, uh-huh. and it's it's funny and it's got quite a short, great soundtrack and it's quite short, um, and yeah, it's all about family and 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 self-acceptance and it's lovely. it's a good smile on your face film i would I, I it's not on my list but i would have i actually to be honest probably would pick it up if i was like it's a good cheery uppy movie in my opinion it's, it's fit for purpose for this list i'd imagine yeah um yeah no i, I enjoy i love i love obviously i love wes anderson a lot we talked about him on the previous podcast um about our favorite directors I feel like up there two podcasts ago yeah um so that so he's uh he's not some he's not a, it's not a film i grab but it's a it's a film i really love and I, I can see why it would cheer you up on a, a sad times um i would personally go for something like a comedy comedy like a like a, maybe not like a adam sandler movie but for some reason the first thing that kind of sprung to my mind when i was thinking about this was the cat in the hat okay. for some reason because right. i can like recite it word for word and it just reminds me of good times it's it's one of those movies that it's not it's not a great movie but in a way it's a great movie it's just like he didn't want to make it i don't care he did a good <laughs> job the the jokes in it are just really right up my street for some reason like just the cupcake and scene will love me for the rest of my life um it's just i i often yeah. use it I often use the clips of um him of him going. I'm so excited for every literally every single thing that excites me. I've got like a a folder full of Cat in the Hat clips on my um phone for for these occasions. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's it's one that if it's on Netflix, I don't. Is it still on Netflix or Prime? No idea. 
but if there's one that I can easily get when I can get a hold of it, it's and I'm feeling the blues. It's like it, it does never fail to make me laugh. I laugh every single time, no matter what. So sue me, but I really enjoy it. Yeah, such classic lines that uh, uh, dirty ho. It's absurdist comedy and it's great and it's it's yeah, fantastic. It's it's just over the top and just completely. There's there's nothing they've not really made another film like that in a while actually in my opinion like they need let's get all the Zeus films for the cat in the hat yeah <laughs> give them a creepy live action I never found the cat actually that creepy as a child I don't I don't think no. he really bothered me I I don't think he was supposed to did people find him creepy people found him creepy people thought he was an abomination but everyone hates that movie it's one of the like it's apparently one of the worst movies ever made like nah. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes probably has it very low, but yeah. Because people have no taste. They've got no yeah. taste, man. Shall I do my second film? You'd go for your second one. Do it. My film is Little Miss Sunshine. Wow. It is a film that is very much, it is a lot to do with mental health and it's about depression and, and another film about sort of self-acceptance. And I did a big essay on this film. Uh, and it's 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 just a lovely film. It's made by the couple that I forget their name. And I'm really sorry. Uh, but they also did Ruby Sparks, Battle of the Sexes, and Living With, oh, you, Living with Myself, the Paul Rudd series. Um, but yeah, and it, it's, it's so good. And it stars uh, uh, Steve Carell, Abigail Braslin, uh, Alan Arkin. Uh, Tony Collette, uh, the other guy, and it's just and Valerie, Paul... Valerie, Valerie Farris and Jonathan Dayton. Sorry, that's it. You and 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 Paul Dano, Paul Dano, Paul Dano, Uh, and it's very, it's very much a, a a family road trip film, and it's about uh the family's journey to 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 a a a, a pageant for 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 Abigail Blaisland's character, who sort of along the way is is met with trials um because she's not the 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 fittest um as as her dad sort of points out all the time with not allowing her to to to, to eat ice cream and scolding her a lot uh but her relationship with alan arkin's character uh which got him the best supporting character at the oscars uh it's just so heartwarming and he's all about just accept yourself and do what you want to do um greg kinnear oh that's the other guy um and yeah it's 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 such a nice film and it's it's all of yeah i'll, I'll keep saying it. it's about self-acceptance jennifer hudson won that year for dream girls against our girl breslin okay um yeah so just just go see it i think it's on netflix probably it's getting shown on tv a lot as well I, i'm yeah seen it on tv a couple times it's it's by very... the blu-ray yeah just Pretty buy cheap. it people some physical media it won't disappear if you have it physically in your hand um i in a same similar vein but not completely another one that sprung to my mind that I, i've watched a lot at the end of high school just between uni and um uni and, and in high school um i watched the edge of 17 a lot um if you've seen edge of 17 it's the Haley steinfeld um sort of coming of age comedy it's very it's um very 
didn't doesn't feel authentic. Some a lot of people try to say it. Maybe it does feel some authentic, but some there's some authenticity. It's better than most school um comedies like that. But it, it's 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 a great. It's just really funny. There's a lot of Haley Haley Smith is great in it. Woody Harrelson plays a sort of like disgruntled teacher that she goes to for advice all the time, and um, there's great sort of chemistry between those two as well. Um, and it just it's just really fun. it's really funny to watch. Uh, there's a scene in it uh, like there's like I think it's I actually I think it's because if she falls in love with a media student, and that was <laughs> that must be the subconscious reason that. I, I watched that. I like that film a lot. But um, no, I really enjoy watching that. I used to watch it all the time and still kind of do. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. I've never seen it. you never seen it? It's, 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 it was, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of buzz about it on film Twitter around, around the time it came out. And I was really, really desperate to see it uh, in cinemas. But it got really such a tiny release and it never got released on home physical media at all here. So I had to... I think I bought a digital copy. It should be on Movies Anywhere, I think, because I had to buy a digital copy... Um, on him it's it's a it's a fun watch it's it's about a uh it's it's about she's sort of going through all the sort of coming of age nonsense where she's like oh i feel kind of left out and then her best friend sleeps with her brother and she's like how the fucking dare you and it's just all very high school drama teenage it sounds like the kissing booth well it's not it's much better than the kissing booth it's much better it's much it's much more well made than the kissing booth mm. and it also predates the kissing booth so there you go honey uh, I prefer the song. The song? The C- Stevie Nicks song. Edge of 17. Edge of 17. Just like a one with a one. Is that what I, I thought that was called? White Wing Dove. Because you're 17. It's great. Um, my, next, no clue. my next film is uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. A lot of these films are going to be comedies, obviously. Well, yeah, you'd imagine most comfort films are comedies. I mean, why would you choose something? The like Green really Mile. I feel really sad. I want to watch Schindler's List. Mm. Um, yeah, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Obviously, it's a classic. It is one of the best comedies of all time. And I will fight anyone who says otherwise. Have you not seen it? How? What have you seen? No. You haven't seen any films. You haven't seen Monty Python films. You haven't seen Home Alone. You haven't seen Space Jam. Oh yeah, I've not seen Space Jam. Shame on you. I don't particularly Shame. like. I don't know. I grew up in a very. My dad likes some, but I very grew up in a very anti Monty Python household. Have you seen Gremlins? Anti- yes, of course I've seen fucking Gremlins. Don't say that. You haven't seen fucking Home Alone. Home Alone is nonsense. It is just people don't like it because they grew up with it. It's not good. You haven't seen it. I've seen bits of it. I've watched some of it on Channel 4 the yes. other year. Bullshit. Yeah, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It is a film that you can quote endlessly. Um, a film that that's not the one so about Jesus, many... is it? No, that's Life of Brian. Uh, that's not about Jesus. Oh, is it not about Jesus? It's about Brian. Um... Yeah, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Briefly. He's at a Sermon on the Mount. I see. And that's the one where they go, he's not the, he's not the Messiah. He's a very, he's a very naughty, naughty boy. boy. Yes. We're yeah. talking about the wrong film here. I'm talking about the superior okay, this film. is the one with the Black Knight that goes, tis but a scratch, isn't it? Yes. Yes. See? Lives in my mind through gifts. That's what it is. 
I've chopped your bloody leg off. It's only a flesh wound. It's yeah. <laughs> I could I could quote it endlessly. It's one of those films where you get two people that have seen it together, and they'll just if one will start and then the other will carry on, and it's 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 a fantastic film. And see it, watch it, watch it, watch it. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I've got a lot of things to do, Jordy. Uh, I'm very no, busy at don't. this point in time. You don't have anything to do. Do you know what I'm going to watch before I watch that? Spaceballs. I'm going to watch Spaceballs before I watch that. I think you'll be okay with that. How many Mel Brooks films have you seen? Uh, Young Frankenstein. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> you haven't seen Blazing Saddles? No, I've seen, yeah, I have seen Blazing Saddles. Okay. I have seen Blazing Saddles, that's fine. Have you seen Airplane? That's not Mel Brooks. No, but have you seen Airplane? Yes, I've seen Airplane. Have I've you seen, seen Hot Shots? Well. Go and tell me the plot to that briefly, because it sounds it's, familiar. It's a parody of Top Gun. No. Sorry, no. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen? Mm-hmm. If you it's like Brooks, films though. like... Uh, have you seen My How American Summer yet? Yeah, and I think okay. I saw the sequel series as well, did I not? And then I saw They Came Together. They Came Together. And Role Models and that. But that's not Have you watched Medical Police? No. The Netflix David Wayne series. David no, I didn't even know that existed. I'm not going to cross my legs. Um, we're getting off track. What's your next film? We're getting off, my... very off track. My next... Oh, God. Uh, now I've completely forgotten what I kind of... Do you know what? Recently... Another good one to watch when you're down into the Spider-Verse. I don't know how you feel about that, but Into the Spider-Verse, very good movie, very rewatchable. Um great soundtrack. Lift your spirits. Get you a bit get when What's Up Danger when the What's Up Danger scenes on. Gets you hyped. Gets you hyped. Gets you back in the mood. It's yeah. a great film to just sort of Another film about self acceptance. Exactly. Well, a self acceptance thing going on. I do you know what I think it is? I think, I think you you need to be you need to you need to understand that you can accept yourself in these films, and that's why we keep coming back to them all the time. You know. Maybe I just keep seeing myself in depressed characters. Peter B. Parker is all about self acceptance. <laughs> um. Yes. He's 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 not he's. He's a he's a little he's a little depressed. He's a little. <laughs> he's a little, <laughs> little, little little depressed. My next film is Hot Fuzz. That's a good one. Edgar Wright should have been on that. To be honest, I I could, I I I would I would choose Hot Fuzz. One of them. actually no, I wouldn't. I might choose. I might. Well, I've already chosen Hot Fuzz. I'm gonna choose another one afterwards. Anyway, depends how many more you want to do. Yeah, this is another film that's all about. It's just it's just really quotable. Um, yeah, it's it, uh, it's funny every time, and it's just so cleverly done by Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost, and it's um, yeah, I watched it so many times last year because we just there, kept watching it. There was a period where we just watched it every week for like a oh. month because it's so and good. There's no depressed characters in that. No, no, apart from Bill Bailey's character, maybe. Nobody tells me nothing. Nobody tells me nothing. Yeah. Another great one that I love a lot, that I could watch endlessly, uh, it makes me very happy, Baby Driver, I think. Baby okay. Driver. Yeah. 
I enjoy that. We look past the two questionable leads, um, and we we just we see a good film. Yes. Yeah. Um, very energetic, very get hypey. It's one of those ones where you can just sort of just I I find it in, I just find it endlessly rewatchable, similar to Hot Fuzz. I have to say I don't rewatch Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End as much as I would, as much as you have probably. But um, I watched Baby Driver a lot. Right. And it's one of those ones I rewatch all the time. Another one I rewatch all the time for some reason, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh. Yeah. I enjoy Mary Poppins Returns a lot. There was a point uh, when it finally got released on digital that I watched Mary Poppins Returns about five times in one week. That was a low point for me. Right. <laughs> also very high. Um, because Mary Poppins Returns is very good. You but... were very high. Well, you know, well, no. On life. I, know I got high on Mary Poppins Returns because okay. I was so low. That's what I was trying to say. Right. Before I was rudely interrupted by you implying I did drugs because, as we know, I don't even do alcohol. No. No. You do plenty of drugs, though. I do. I do. I inject them. I am you actually infusing them. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I physically have to. Just, it just makes you a bit stroppy sometimes. My last stroppy. film that I have chosen what was I mean, stroppy, is... stroppy. I was ill. What I'm we sorry. do in the I'm sorry. shadows. Go and tell me. Go and tell me when I was stroppy. <laughs> go and tell me when I was stroppy. When I was a stroppy. You're just like, oh, I'm just too sick to do stuff. Oh, I was. I was. I was completely. I was. Oh, I have no energy because I've got blood transfusion. Oh. Blood transfusion. An iron transfusion. Oh, I could die. Oh, I've got no energy. <laughs> Cry me a river. My next film is <laughs> What We Do in the Shadows by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. Um, fantastic film. This was a film that I... It was like I stumbled upon it um, on Netflix randomly. And I watched it because of Jermaine Clement. Um, and then it got popular. But for like years. No, look at me. I watched it before it was cool. Look at well, me. yeah. I watched it and then it, 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 it only really became cool after Thor Ragnarok. Did it? Um, I watched it before Ragnarok, before Ragnarok, to be absolutely fair with you. I did. I watched it on um, bloody Netflix it was just, uh, before Ragnarok. So I would like to say I watched it before it was very cool. Too. Oh, look at me. I watched it before it was cool. It was cool. Oh. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's a it's a mockumentary about vampires living in New Zealand, and that's the plot. And they're yep. getting they're getting ready for a, a big uh, ball that that happens every few years. That's that's that uh, that includes vampires, zombies, witches, and ghosts. And it's fantastic. And so is the yep. TV show. And so is the other TV show that spawned from it. And they're also making. Have you watched Valentine Power and Paranormal? Uh, I watched the first season. Did you? Yes. Did you? There's, there's no way to legally watch it here. No, I, I was going to say, it's uh, been bought by Sky and HBO Max. So I can't wait to watch that when it comes on to HBO yeah. Max. And there's um, a third season now confirmed. Is there? I can't it's doing it's very well. Um, it's very interesting. But yeah, it's. I mean, what can you expect? The, the 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 source material is just so 
I look like a fucking velociraptor. Huh, huh. Um, yeah, watch it. I have it on Blu-ray. It's one of the only Blu-ray films that I myself have. Oh. That I got for myself. I think I got it maybe for like you a birthday. bought your a, own a, Blu-ray. I think I got That's it as a Christmas I, I think I got it as a Christmas present. But Oh right, okay. What we do in the shadows and a pigeon sat on a branch reflecting on existence are the two films that I own. You can buy what the pigeon sat on a branch on Blu-ray very soon in the Roy Anderson collection. But it's sixty pounds. <laughs> but it's a nice pop-up book. What is your last comfort film? Fuck, um, I wasn't even thinking because I just sort of like randomly like fingered through them. I was you know, what made me think of another good film that that I can quote a lot of. And you know, this is not my choice because I'm going to pick I'm going to pick the Simpsons movie after this. But when you went like that, it made me think of uh, Lemony Snicket and the series of unfortunate events with Jim Carrey. Okay. He goes like that, and that's a great film. I have to say that's a that's, that's a very I haven't good watched film. that film since I was very young, and we watched it a lot. Um, I think it, I think it must have been my one of my, my one of my sister's very favorite films. Um, so when whenever it was her turn to pick the film, we watched it. Um, that and Matilda, but yeah, I don't I don't remember much of it though. Um, and yeah. I I didn't watch the Netflix series either. I watched the Netflix series. It was quite good. I finished it. I got to I think we watched season two and the end of season two, and everyone watched season three. Um, but I uh, know it just made made me think of the. The scene where he's like pretending to be a, a T-Rex in his um in his drama club. It's very strange and it's very unsettling, but it's a good old time. But my my big my actual pick is the Simpsons movie because that is another one I can just completely recite from beginning to end. You stick it on, I can sit and just talk. Just bloody. I think the Simpsons is a is a um comfort TV show. To be fair, you know what the entire Simpsons sort of library is just decent TV to stick on. Um, when you're feeling low or you want to watch something enjoyable that you know will be enjoyable. So anything from yeah. season one to about 13-ish. And then... Um, I then... I am in the camp that it's still good. To be honest, have you watched the last season? <laughs> the latest season? I haven't. Uh, it's, um, it's not that bad. There's not as many laughs a minute. There's not as... The video gags aren't great. But it's not as bad as people like to tell tell you it is. I think you look if you're looking for some the best television ever made. That initial run is amazing, but it never really dropped uh, to like this is the worst thing since since the worst thing ever. Bread. Since non toasted bread. <laughs> this is the worst thing since before sliced bread. <laughs> yeah, this is the time before <laughs> when we all had to eat bread whole. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah. So it's it's a great it's a great time. The Simpsons movie is great, and I really hope that a sequel comes because they keep teasing a sequel. It just bloody happen, please. That and the Family Guy film have been happening for years. Yeah, over a like, decade now. The Family Guy film seems to be quite close to Seth MacFarlane thinks it like in the next year they'll start production. But right, we're we are closer to a Bob's Burger film than we are. That's Simpsons coming out end of the year, and yeah. that's mental to me. <laughs> I've still not watched any of Bob Burger. I, I don't know it's if that's so any good. good it's it so good? good. Yes, watch it. I would recommend. If people... I can't believe Fox went. Yeah, we'll watch a Bob's. We'll make a Bob's Burger film right now. Let's go. Let's do it. It, is, it just happens. Does it make sense to me? Yeah, we've gone mad with power. 
Um, yeah, have you ever tried going mad about power? Boring. No one listens to you. No one listens to you. Um, yeah, I agree. That is oh, that is very good. Um, I would put that over some. Would I? Would you? Hmm. Would I? Hmm. Hmm. That's a question for another day. Yes. Moving on. Welcome to the weekly watch list segment of the show. This is the sh- this is the, sh- the segment of the show in which we watch. Oh my god, I'm going brain dead. This is the what? segment of the show. This is the part of the show in which we talk about the films we watched this week, and we talk about the films coming out next week. You changed your background. I clicked away to watch some of the funeral stuff, but yes, that's interesting. Oh yes, there's that funeral going on. Yes, it's happening right now. Um, um, yeah, yes, this is weekly watch. Which I this is our this 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 going to be a much more refined and cool weekly watch list than previous weekly watch list. Watch it, list. I hope so. We try to do that every week, and we fail usually spectacularly sometimes. What have you watched this week? What do you want me to say first, or do you want me to just say the stuff we're not going to talk about first? Because I've seen stuff that we're not, we're not like gonna like discuss. Don't in talk full. about the thing that we'll talk in full and this, go into spoilers. Okay. Um, what have I watched this week? I watched um a spoiler that okay, this is this is sort of um kind of dates the show in a way because um it, um it makes it, it exposes the fact that I've pre-recorded a lot of Vin Diesel film, a Vin Diesel po- <laughs> a lot of the Vin Diesel podcast. Um, but I watched the Pacifier, and um. That was great fun. That was I, I didn't expect it to be as fun as it was. I, I wish Vin Diesel would make more comedies. I don't know the last time you watched The Pacifier was, but... Donkeys ago. Donkeys. Yonks. Yonks and donkeys. Yonks ago. Yeah, I watched that, and I watched... Um, what was the other one that came after that? Find Me Guilty, which is the only Vin Diesel film where he has a full head of hair. That's the lawyer one. It's the lawyer... Well, he's not a lawyer. He's he, That's he becomes the court his own case lawyer. one. Yeah, he becomes his own lawyer in a court case. Uh, he plays Jack DeNorcio, uh, a real-life mobster. Right. It's really crap. It looks like a TV film, but Vin Diesel's really good in it. So, it's um, it's pretty decent. Uh, apart from that, I watched... Um, I didn't really watch anything else. Oh, oh no, I wanted to talk about this. I watched, um, on HBO Max this week, they released a TV show called Wall Street, which is about Mark Wahlberg's business empire. <laughs> so, I started watching that. Jesus Christ! Is that not is that not similar to the Wahlburgers TV show? Sort of, yeah, but it's more um more of Mark Wahlberg sort of like, sort of getting himself off to the fact like he thinks he's like he's got all these companies in that now, so it's about hey guys, all of them. I got businesses. <laughs> you want to see my business? Yeah, you remember for me? Oh yeah. Okay. Hey Ted. Hey Pig. Hey. Do you want to be in a? Do you want to be in a film with me? I'm Mal Twenty Two. You seen Mal Twenty Two? This is my film. I don't know. Very corgi, your impression. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Korg. Hey guys, it's Korg. Yeah, so I watched that, and it's it's very um, self pleasure. It's self pleasuring the word. It's just very much like get. He's just very much bigging himself up and a vanity project. There's more of what it is, and it's but it's very amusing um, to watch. And yeah, I watched the first episodes of that. Um, Apart from that. Uh, not a lot else because I have been trying either I've, I've been either very ill or doing uni work. So, what about you? I watched Love 
Love and Monsters, starring Dylan O'Brien. Uh, Same! A, oh my a god! Film, it's, a film, it's the new film on Netflix. It was released on Thursday. April the day 12th. before I thought it was going to be released. Um, it's directed by Michael Matthews. Um, who... It's on Monday, Jordy. What? It was released on Monday. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, it was directed by Michael Matthews, who hasn't done much except like short films. Um, and written by Brian Duffield, who wrote The Babysitter and Underwater, and is currently writing the Skull Island anime for Netflix. And Matthew mm -hmm. Robinson, who wrote Monster Trucks and Dora the Explorer, the, the, the Legend of the Golden City, or whatever that film's called. Um, and he's currently writing Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat, the sequel to Edge of Tomorrow, and the Little Shop of Horrors remake. Um, Very good. The synopsis. In a, in a monster-infested world, Joel, played by Dylan O'Brien, learns his girlfriend Amy, played by Jessica Henwick, who's great in this, is just 85 miles away. To make the dangerous journey, Joel discovers his inner hero to be with the girl of his dreams. Hmm. Uh, this film also stars Ariana Greenblatt as a little girl. She previously played young Gamora and will be playing Tiny Tina in the upcoming Borderlands film. That's a great way of casting for Tiny Tina, in a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Michael Rooker, who is famous for being Michael Rooker. And the goodest boy in cinema. He's right there. You see the goodest boy? He's, he's right there. He's a very uh, good he boy. He is one of the best boys. Um, he's called say. Boy. As yeah. well, it's very good. Um, I Michael really like this, this film. film as much as I thought he was in. Before he was going to be in this, yeah, he did sort of disappears halfway through. But fair enough. And you'd think from like the posters he'd be the bad guy, but he's not. It's really nice. Enough. It's really good. Yeah, I really like this film. Same. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to, but after watching films like Chaos Walking. Um, and Thunder Force. This this film was 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 a, a delightful surprise. Um, Dylan O'Brien is a great comedic lead. He has comedic timing and reactions. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm sad that he's not uh, young Nathan Drake in the Uncharted film. That's only because they gotta get that money. They gotta yeah. get that Tom Holland money, which doesn't really exist. And I think they're gonna find that out the hard way. Yeah, that's a bit sad. Yeah. And then Spider-Man will do really well. They'll be like, Tom Holland must be really good. And then they'll be like, oh, wait, no. And it's not, not just all. because it's a Spider-Man film, which we know so much about already. <sighs> yeah, that's I want so a sequel bad. to this film. I want yeah, a sequel. Yeah, no, I want... I, I, I like the world. I like the story, the kind of, like, origin story of the world with the whole um, firing rockets off into the... Uh, the, a meteor on the chemicals come down and mutate all of the animals and stuff, which is really cool. I am, um, I love the I love the good boy, and I love I just love the monster design as well. Some of the monsters design, yeah, is really really fucking cool. Imagine if Guillermo del Toro would make this film. They wouldn't be as playful. Probably monsters. not. There would be yeah, Dylan O'Brien would probably want to have sex with one of them. Um, but yeah. This is this. I I rate this film good. Same. I rate it very good as well. Uh, um, Dylan O'Brien. I'd like him to be in more things. He's the guy from the Maze Runner, and he was like one of the best things about the Maze Runner movies. To be honest, I don't know why no one casts him and stuff anymore. 
and probably the Maze Runner. Yeah, it didn't do very well, did it? Didn't do very well at all. Yeah. So it's good that he's doing technically indie stuff like this so that he can show how good he is as a lead. Yeah. And I'd and like to see him in more things. This this has been out for ages in the US. Fucking oh. ages. Yeah, um, it came out in the US uh, as like a digital film. Um, because there was no 4K version, I nearly looked online to look for a 4K version on the old interwebs. But um, yeah, no, it's been out. It came out um like September time in the US, and I think they were planning to release it in the cinemas here, and then it, the cinemas took too long to open, so they're like, "Fuck it, give it to Netflix." Yeah, uh, this film. Can you guess its Rotten Tomato score? I bet they hated. It. I bet we we're the only ones that liked it, so I'm gonna go like forty, like forty six or something. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has ninety three percent. Really, people liked it. I'm yeah. so happy people liked it. That's great. Uh, great. I'll check the the actual. So, tomato meter, ninety three percent. Audience score, eighty nine percent. I can't believe people liked it. I'm so I'm so happy. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it all, please. It'll be worth your time. Uh, Jessica. Whenever I saw Jessica uh, Henwick in this, I was like, she would be really good in the Last of Us series. As who? Just a character. I don't know. Just, just the way. Just the, her, her, her costume in this is very Last of Us. And the yeah. way that she's like always dirty. I was like, she'd be very good in, in Last of Us. Did you see the cast, his brother? Yeah. Yeah. Diego Luna? Diego? Gabriel Luna, even. I don't want to say they're related, but. Cool. Well, yeah. Gabriel Luna. Good casting. Great casting. Very he looks casting. like Pedro Pascal. So it's good they're, they're going for the... I wonder if they'll still sound very Texan. Because I guess... I don't know. If, well, they'll, what would you describe Pedro Pascal's Mandalorian? Route, but I'd what imagine you, they're more... What would you um, describe his Mandalorian accent? Very gruff. American. Very, very American. Yeah. I got the kid, child. The child. Rogu. The child's done what comes with me. The child Rogu. <sighs> like Beavis and Butthead. Um, Speaking yeah. of Disney Plus shows, we watched. I also watched a new episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Jordy. Just you trying to change the thing real quickly. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, speaking of Disney Plus shows, I also watched the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Ladies and gentlemen, five. we're going into spoiler territory now. If you haven't watched episode 5 of Falcon and Winter Soldier, piss off and watch it Fuck and off. then come back and then watch it. Because we're now heading into rampant speculation territory. It was a good episode this week. Very good fucking episode this week. It was, it was low-key, in a way, but I enjoyed it. Um, no, he wasn't in it. I see what you did there. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Look at you. Um, no, it was um, quieter and smaller in scale. Uh, yes. But I enjoyed that. I thought it was a good sort of... Um, they're definitely slowing down so they can do a big punchy, punchy, punchy in the next one. Yep. 
You know what I mean? They're definitely going, hey, let's 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 take the pace down a little bit. Is every Disney Plus series going to end with a suit reveal? Yes, because it's the best way to hype up and draw in <laughs> draw in people. Yeah. Uh, do you think he's gonna go? Do you think it's gonna be a Captain America suit then, or do you think it'll be? I don't know. I would. I feel like if I was Bucky and I was like, I need to get Sam a new suit. I would be like to the Wakandans, make it like a Captain America suit, just to sort of drive home the fact that Sam should be Captain America. I I think so. I was hoping for a comic accurate sort of um, Captain America suit. Yeah. But, uh, be quite interested to see. Um, do you think they'll keep the wings? Yeah. Think Why so. not? Why not? I was hoping so because Although he does need them. He is very athletic. Sam must be the most athletic member of the Avengers that's not enhanced in any way. That's what I'm saying. I know the I know he, um I know the whole point was you're not like the super soldier serum doesn't make you Captain America, whatever, and all that nonsense and like you're not it's like a symbol and stuff. Uh but it surely needs the wings to sort of like get Yeah. You know, I mean they have some sort of advantage. But it'd have to be wings that he can control no, he does control them through his mind, doesn't he? So Not through his mind, I don't think. How does he do it? I think it's just a bunch, uh, like a like a a me- mechanic. It's like yeah, Iron Man like doesn't control doesn't things. Like Iron Man doesn't control things with his mind. <laughs> he doesn't walk around going like that, though, does he? They don't. They don't copy his arms. No, it'd be not. very funny if he had to go like that. They'll have to. Exp- they'll they'll not explain something, but it'll be like the Assassin's Creed Hidden Blade thing. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It's just within body movements. That's that's the most the most interesting thing to me is the the suit reveal thing. I really want to see what's in the box. Yeah, what's in the box? Yeah. So this fil- this episode started off with uh, John Walker, Captain America, fighting with Sam and Bucky. Um, they broke his arm to get the shield. Fucking brutal. Yeah. I was uh, I was like, oh, um, great opening though. And yeah. Um, I have to say that. It really kind of remind. I really made me happy that Henry Jackman came back to the score for this as well. All I right, love Henry Jackman scores. It's, it just, it's just so good. It's just, it's very Winter Soldier sets of war, not obviously because that's what he was he did before. Uh, but I really fucking love that those those two both those scores, and I I love Henry Jackman. Um, and I thought the music for that fight seems great, and also some of the choreography for the fight, the actual stunt choreography was really cool as well. I wish when it sort of when 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 they dropped the shield and nobody had it, I wish they spent a time where the fighting stopped and they were trying to grab it, and every so often someone would kick it because it's just flat against the ground, and they mm. can't get a purchase of it. Like when you're trying to grab a coin, <laughs> and you just can't get it because your mm. fingers are too big. Okay. Uh, yeah, this led to uh, John Walker being. Um, other than honorably discharged, can we not say dishonorably discharged now? No, it's it's um I I I full um thingy to the Weekly Planet like Mr. Sunday movies. He said it was it's between stuff, so it's not it's like drug, like I think he should have been dishonorably discharged, but I think it was like like you're still you're still like I don't know you're like not um you're not dishonorably discharged, but it's like the kind of crime they give to people who have done lots of drugs or like. Yeah, stuff like that. It's not yeah. like a you've killed a guy, even though he has killed a guy. He did kill a guy, which is why he yeah. was 
Yeah, he was. He he will hold no rank in his retirement, and he will gain oh no benefits. But he is Captain America. I am Captain America. Um, uh, yeah, and then we got the big cameo that nobody oh, saw yeah. coming. No one saw coming. It was you Julia. didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. Uh, I thought it was the wrong person at first. Um, I it thought was... it was Zemo too. Did you think it was Zemo? No, I thought it was Tina Fey. Oh, did you? I thought it was Zemo when he was walking before down. She took, before she took the glasses off. Even though I did, even though I realized it was heels, I still thought it was Zemo walking down the hall for some reason. Mm. And I was like, "What the fuck is Zemo gonna kill him or something?" Yeah. Then, so um... we got the introduction of Julia Louis Dreyfus playing uh, Valentina Allegra del Fontaine, not the power broker. Fontaine, not the power broker. Um, I wouldn't be mad if she was the power broker. It would make sense if she was the power broker, is what I will say about her character. She is a complicated character because she is, put it this way, she is the female Nick Fury. Oh, shit. She is, she has once held the title of Madam Hydra. So that could be a tease of where this show is going. But I feel like that we're a bit ahead of, oh, it's Hydra again. Um... But yeah, because Madame Hydra, or is it Madame Mask? There's too many Madames in this MCU, but one Madame of them, Web. one of them, uh, controlled Madripoor for a time. So if she was Maybe power, power broker, I wouldn't be upset because Julia Louis Dreyfus is great. Um, but yeah, she she this also sort of teases the Thunderbolts. Yeah, with um, with Zemo going back to the raft instead of the random prison he was in, it did definitely scream to me, Thunderbolts, 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 because, I don't know, I just feel like everyone that's going to be in the Thunderbolts is going to be in the raft. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the door of magic took him back, took Zemo back to the raft. Yeah, we then got a wee slice of life with Sam just helping out home. Uh, they, they fixed the boat. Uh, loads of people came and helped, and uh, Bucky came. Um, and Bucky and Sam's sister. A lot of montages in this film. A lot this, of montages, yeah. Episode. It was like the, the epilogue of Red Dead Redemption 2. I've never finished that game. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. I played it. I just couldn't be arsed finishing it. It was too long. Um, yeah, so then, so then what happened? So then, uh, yes, Bucky made his amends with... Um, Zemo by not killing him and giving him to the Dormelaji to take to the raft. Um, his who who was it that was talking to him that said, um, was it Sam that was like, you can't just say I'm sorry to these people. You have to help them be like accept your apology. I don't remember. It was somebody, and basically somebody that's, that's that. setting up Yuri and the heartbreaking scene we're probably going to get in which Bucky says, I killed your son. Oh no, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I mean, they've sort of been setting that up since the first episode. I know, but I still but, don't want that. Yeah, it's going to be heartbreaking. We also got fantastic acting. Uh, by Carl Lumbly as Isaiah Bradley, um, who sort of gave uh, 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 
an explanation of his origins, which um, I had already given a few episodes ago. So if you want to go see that, it's pretty much the same. Uh, black soldiers in World War Two were tricked into... They thought they were getting tetanus shots, but they were actually being given the super soldier serum. And then they were killed. Yep. So fun times in the MCU. That's great. Very heavy. <laughs> yeah. We also got George... George George's Bartrock is back. Played by George, George St. Pierre, UFC fighter. Um, yeah, he's back. The Flag Smashers are planning on disrupting a meeting with the... Is it GDC? Yeah, something like that. The Global... The the global development comes the patriots or something yeah and then and then so that sets up next uh, next week uh, an, uh a final fight in new york city where everything goes down first post credits yeah as well that's exciting yeah with with the tease of a new shield which might not be as strong as vibranium but he could sharpen it <laughs> and that would be amazing if he just comes through and starts cutting people up yeah, so this that's that's next week's episode all set up. The final battle, the final episode, and then Black Widow. Well, this time is though, and it's, it's, it's actually Loki first. Oh, yeah. June 11th. We got nothing for me except uh, the Bad Batch. Yeah. Which we probably won't talk about as much because people don't really care about animated shows. I mean, how much are we talking about Invincible? That's another show well, we you should watch. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm still two. I'm two episodes, two episodes behind now. Yeah, it's not gra- it's not gripping me as much as I. The first three episodes are really good, and then four was all right. And I just, I actually, I've only watched seen half of five, so it's just not gripping me very much. I think we should end it there. I think it's been a fun yeah. short episode. Thank you, everyone, for watching. If you have enjoyed this, please subscribe on the podcast service that you're listening to. If you didn't know, um, we're on YouTube. You can watch us be idiots um, and subscribe to our channel and like the videos. Or if you're not, if you're like, hey, I can, I want to listen to these guys when I'm doing other activities, um, then you can know. Uh, then you can subscribe. <laughs> you can listen to us on on different podcast uh, platforms. You can find the show at Four Eyes Giant on Twitter and at Ohio Films. You can find me at, at Real Jordy Steel. Cameron, where can they find you? They can find me at Camzo OG on the old Tweety Box. And they can also find me on twitch.tv slash Camzo underscore OG, I believe. Um, where I'm going to be streaming more of the Escape from Butcher Bay because I really enjoyed that time on Thursday. So hopefully I'll be doing more of that. And then uh, also, I do another podcast. My life kind of revolves around Vin Diesel at the moment, as yeah. it should. And um, I'm doing a Vin Diesel podcast where I'm ranking and reviewing every single Vin Diesel movie ever made in the run-up to Fast and Furious 9. Uh, so go and check that out. It's called 35 Minute Movies, a Vin Diesel podcast. You can find us on YouTube by searching 35 Minute Movies. So go and, go and do that. Do that over ways. It's great fun times. Next the week, this week coming is uh, the pacifier and find me guilty, like I mentioned earlier. So, see you then. I hope you have a lovely day and goodbye. goodbye.